fighting to combat tyranny one state at a time starting with wisconsin this is the badger state resistance podcast brought to you by liberty and freedom and welcome back to another week of the badger state resistance podcast i am your host justin along with me lee how are we doing lee what's up justin hey uh so we got a busy week this week um i have I've confirmed that Eric Tony will be joining us again. Uh, I just don't know exactly if it's going to be tomorrow or maybe Wednesday or potentially next week. Cool. Um, so that'll be cool. We're going to talk about the the bail, all the bail stuff with uh, who and Eric Tony. He is the current district attorney of Fond du Lac County, former candidate for uh, uh, Wisconsin Attorney General. Mm. Um, you know, I think there's just a lot, a lot of things that are happening in the news right now that we really do. Need to cover uh, both locally nationally um, so we're going to talk about the Secretary of State here in the state of Wisconsin um, I called it I, I said this was going to happen um, as a matter of fact it happened within you know I'm obviously I gave a pretty broad time frame but happened within that time frame sure. uh, and then we're going to talk about Trump um, and what what we believe this is and um, you know what you should all be prepared for you know if you go back to um, you know, January 6th podcast from the 2021, we we jumped on and we told people to stay away uh, from the doors of the Capitol, that if you're going to protest, stay there pro- and protest peacefully, that it is a trap. We called it as a trap. Right. So uh, we'll get into that, but I think it's important that we kind of just briefly touch on Doug LaFollette. Um, Lee and I are also working on some live show events. Mm. So that is going to be coming. So then, and I don't mean just Facebook live, but I'm also saying like live in person uh, where we're going to try and bring some statewide guests, uh, you know, or or just people in general. Uh, Get get your thoughts, uh, get you on the podcast if you want to uh, be a part of the show. We've got to continue to push the message of constitutional liberty, uh, freedom, uh, and liberty and justice for all. You right? (laughs) So, uh, because we we are literally watching. I mean, there are reports that apparently Japan is saying that North Korea is firing missiles over their their country now, and then North Korea had eight hundred thousand enlistments. Enlistments. That's Uh, yeah. That's (laughs) uh, involuntary. But well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to get them across the ocean. You know, to do anything. You know, and it's it's weird to sit here and and talk about North Korea, but they're they're really just the oddball. uh, You know, step kid sitting out there just wanting some attention because everybody else is getting some. So you you ever have that class like that 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 classmate in high school and gym where their armpits were so sweaty that it, it almost seemed like their shirt was crusting up <laughs> that was probably me <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is what North Korea is at this point, is the, the, the crusted armpit that just stinks. Just stinks. Yeah. No, and you, I mean, you got really, to really feel bad for it. Yeah, no, you gotta you gotta be feel really bad for the the, the people that live there and that mm-hmm. have no idea what life is like outside of uh, right. you know uh, 
<clears throat> struggling to just to find meat and other things. I mean, but right, uh, yeah, but I mean, cute because I mean, remember Wisconsin becomes like a, a completely militarized zone during deer hunting season. Right, there's exactly. like seven hundred thousand people. Right, just at that point in time. So right. yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah, That's exactly. just Wisconsin. So. Uh, also in the news last week, we saw that the some world court is now wants to see, uh, you know. Vladimir Putin, Putin yeah, arrested. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it, it's just it's it's kind of a crazy you know couple couple of weeks. I think we're going to see you know ahead of us. Um, I think we're you know between the bank collapses here in the United States and and just how um, unsettled the world is becoming. Sadly, folks, I think that we are well on our way to a boots on the ground style world war um, that will cost hundreds of millions of casualty yeah. casualties worldwide. Uh, and, and, and all in the name of political gain. Yeah. And <clears throat> go wake up your Uncle Dan because he was right about, you know, everything mm-hmm. that was happening after Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely. Mean, it's, it's basically, you know, where we're moving into the spots where, you know, socialism and, and communism is going to have its day. And, you know, I, I think that comes with, uh, you know, our, our government. Um, you're looking at a true tyrannical government. I will get, I'll right. get into that point very, very quickly here. But, uh, you know, as soon as we touch on these other topics. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, so so Doug LaFollette, who's been the Secretary of State for 40 plus years, damn near 50 years. Uh, he, he abruptly on Friday resigns um, and it's immediately, you know, Sarah Goldlowski, the former state treasurer uh, who decided to run for Senate, but then dropped out to make sure that uh, Mandy Barnes uh, had a clear path to victory, mm-hmm. uh, which thank God he lost. And the general uh, has now appointed the new secretary of state. But you know, one of the things when I when I announced uh, you know in in August of two thousand and twenty one uh, that I'd be running for secretary of state is is you know the, these these individuals that spend thirty forty you know. 50 years in in these positions yeah. right and in and, and politics in general right. uh you know it, it's all it's all a financial thing after you know a term or two okay absolutely i mean it, it's it's all a power thing after a term or two mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with actually serving and representing the people uh doug lafollette is is the guy that that did not fight uh to make sure that even under his own party's rule that probably one of our most important state offices was not stripped. I mean, essentially the Secretary of State literally has no duty other than a couple of things. One of those is signing, you know, laws uh, once they have been passed by the governor uh, or the legislature uh, or or an executive order which makes you know putting the state seal on them essentially uh, which my goodness I mean a staffer can do that uh, and and secondly uh, they they sit on the board of land commission okay and they they have access to about six I want to say it's six billion dollars in in state funds that go uh, you know for library projects or whatever uh, so so there's really nothing more that this individual can do the thing that he ran this last campaign on is is just keeping the integrity of the office well this man allowed the integrity of that office to go away long long ago okay mm-hmm. span was elected in in the 1970s uh, left to go try to make a run for Congress failed. Uh, the person that won that election passed away. He was re- reinstated as Secretary of State at that time and has been there ever since. Made one chance, you know, during the 
2010 recall of uh, Governor Walker. Uh, his name was in the hat and ended up losing the primary uh, election to Tom Barrett uh, for governor, which Tom Barrett thankfully himself lost. So let's just jump quickly into a. And I'm not going to go through the whole article, but um, you know, like I said, this this is this is the problem with government. Uh, Wisconsin longtime Democratic senator of of the state. So, I'm sorry, Secretary of the State, Doug LaFollette, abruptly resigned on Friday, saying he was leaving three months into his 11th consecutive term uh, to focus on his personal needs. I mean, this is an AP story, by the way. Um, and, and, and personal needs, I mean, the, the guy is 80 plus years old. I think I think he was 82 or 84 years old. Oh you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, but that, that's that, I mean, he he has been in in public office more than half of his living life. Think about that, Lee. No, I don't want to think. Right. About it. I, just, I mean, you and I weren't even born when this well, man was elected. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, it's just, it's just um, it, it screws with your head because how how is somebody at that age still contributing? And you know, that's that's to be said with a lot of these elected officials. So like how. Like we get it, you're you're very established, but what have you been doing this entire time um, to better, you know, the the position, the you know, the, your surroundings? That, that's how I look at a career. When you start to look at a career, uh, and maybe that's the difference between the private sector and and the public sector is that people in the private se- sector have to produce. Whoa. What are we seeing here? I mean, honestly, we're we're seeing an individual who's just. Re- you know, been on a pony for a very long time and then come to the end of the desert and like, I'm here now, give me some water, you know, or something mm-hmm. like weird like that. But I mean, really, um, it, it, what, what is, the, what is the point of uh, right. allowing individuals like this to just be in government for that long? Right. Uh, you know, so Governor Evers has, uh, has appointed former state treasurer Sarah Godlewski, uh, however the heck you say her name, uh, uh, radical leftist. Okay. Simple, simple thing. Uh, who ran unsuccessfully for U.S. Senate last year to fill out uh, the four-year term. Wisconsin's Secretary of State has not been in charge of elections since 1974, almost no official duties. Quote, after many years of frustration, I've decided that I did not want to spend the next three and a half years trying to run an office without adequate resources, staffing levels, uh, the 82-year-old LaFollette said. Uh, in his resignation letter. Okay, so so this is an individual that has just allowed this off. I mean, this this guy did not fight at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, never never looked for the court to to put anything in place. Sure. Never never advocated to get people elected, uh, whether it was Democrat or Republican that wanted to make sure that this office stayed, right. you know, what it was instead of giving this to bureaucratic. Well, right, and it sounds like from here he doesn't know how to type on a keyboard. I Correct. mean, if he's if he has to go if he's understaffed and has to work. Probably do some administrative sure. work. He probably can't do that right. either. So, I mean. you know, so so I mean, and, and again, he knew this was going to be the case. Absolutely. So, so what we know, okay, and and this is uh, we'll call it speculation, but it's 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 the reality, is that he had no choice but to run in this last election because of the name recognition. I mean, his mm-hmm. his I think it was his father or yeah his father was the former attorney general uh his grandfather was you know probably the most progressive governor in wisconsin's history up until um tony evers that is okay uh but uh you know it's just uh it, it was so easy to see that this was going to happen so i said it would happen within the first two years okay and that they would find somebody that they were going to 
a point. Jam in there. Jam in there, and and and, and let me call it now because I want it, I want it to be on on the record. Uh, I do believe that they're going to set this uh, this woman up, uh, Miss Sarah, to run for governor in three and a half years. Mm. Okay, she's a younger, skinny blonde, progressive, extreme Marxist liberal. Okay, I mean, right. So, uh, and and they watched what happened in Arizona, right? Sure. Where you have a, I mean, she's not young, but you know, Arizona has now a a skinny blonde, progressive Hobbs, Marxist, yeah. yeah, Katie Hobbs, liberal leftist kook who mm. was the Secretary of State, and somehow, you know, be due to election. Why does she? Why does she dress like Jill Biden? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I know shop, I, I, I should be more serious than what no, we're talking about. No, 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 about. but I mean, they, they shop at the Minecraft store. Bro. I mean, just going back to that one dress, oh yeah, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so, so, I mean, we knew this was going to happen, okay? So, so this is just a set employee. Now, Devin LeMayhew, uh, who is the uh, Senate Majority Leader, and, and a person that I... Not incredibly fond of, uh, did call for the governor to hold a special election versus appointment. I could not agree more. But but the reality is, is we all know that that race, had it not been a, a rhino, you know, Amy Loudenbeck, uh, really a, a leftist turned kind of. Pink, Repo- pink Republican, yeah, okay. as we spoke about. Yeah. You know, uh, the reality is, is I don't believe, I don't believe that Doug, or, uh, the Secretary of State would have gone Democrat again. No, I think, it, I think this just stresses the importance of allowing individuals to like just be heard. If you really think that, um, uh, and I'm probably talking more on on the media side and even conservative media, radio, whatever you want to say it. I think that's really important. We're seeing why. A voice needs to be heard because if I don't think Amy probably preached this all that much, you know, she's just taking on as as a race that she's going along with. Um, but if if voices, you know, that are able to predict some of these things can step forward and actually be heard, allowed to be, you know, mm-hmm. a part of. Um, you know the the talks, the negotiations, a part of the party, the Republican Party. I mean, you're you're just seeing that as a problem right now. But um, you know, just just don't be scared of other voices. Don't you? Doesn't mean you have to agree with them just because you talk to them. Doesn't mean you, you know, c- completely, um, you know, support what they're trying to get at. It just means that you're having a conversation about something. And you know what? Uh, maybe they're right. And I think one of those examples. I'll look at a huge example of what I'm talking about is. Ron Paul. Mm-hmm. Forever, Ron Paul has called so many things that's happened within our national government, our federal government, and people never took him seriously. And I bet you, if we went back, if people knew what they knew now, and if Ron Paul 20 years ago, he'd be president. Because if, if they could see the future about the three-letter agencies and everything that could come along with it, right. he, he, he right. would be spot on, you know? Absolutely. Uh, so we're going to finish up here with this, but Evers, uh, also a Democrat, funny uh, that they had to add that, but uh, either way, uh, defended his appointment by saying, quote, in a critical position, 
that has seen no turnover in decades, maintaining co- uh, continuity with a leader who's prepared and committed to fulfilling the office's constitutional obligations, which, boy, that's a lot of obligations. Mm. That, that, that I mean, it's in a basement, for crying out loud. Uh, could not be more important. There's no one more uniquely uniquely qualified or better suited for the job than Sarah Ever said in a statement. I, I mean, really, what are her qualifications? She was a state treasurer that did absolutely nothing. Didn't advocate for another office that the state government has stripped. I mean, Lee, I don't know if you were with us uh, at the time, but we went through all, all the different uh, positions at the executive level, and we found that Wisconsin State Treasurer is the most do-nothing political office, hmm. elected office, out of every single elected office nationwide. Oh, really? <laughs> Nationwide, oh, wow. that includes school boards. I mean, the 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 village dog catcher. Ooh. You know, all those had more response. I mean, and this woman spent four years there and never did a damn thing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, that's frustrating. So, so when when he says unique, I mean, there was another woman Democrat, you know, the the chair of the Democratic Party of Dane County, who ran unsuccessfully and was endorsed by the Democratic Party for the win. Mm-hmm. For the Secretary of State, and they didn't even find her uniquely qualified, even though the state party for the Democrats found her qualified enough to give the endorsement to her, even against a forty-year-old, a forty-year-long incumbent. I mean, that is this is political corruption at its finest. Yeah, and, so, and my 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 personal opinion is, if you haven't been in the private sector and you haven't performed and you haven't shown some kind of you know, um, capability of progressing a um, <laughs> almost typical budget, you know, whatever it may be, a simple P&L, uh, maybe you shouldn't be involved with what we're talking about, you know. Right. That's, that's my point of view. Well, let's talk, let's move on to Trump. Okay, so looks like this, this upcoming Tuesday or tomorrow, <clears throat> Trump will be arrested and indicted uh, for, you know, for hush money to people like Stormy Daniels. The fact that anybody even takes Stormy Daniels, you know, serious, first of all, she really isn't that, you know, great of a, you know, person that was in her profession, right? I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I've never, wa- I mean, I've seen pictures of her I, 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 on, I have no on, idea. you know, news and, articles. And this is but, me in saying that I, that I don't indulge in such things, but right. like... <laughs> I mean, not <laughs> correct, you know, but um, it's it's like one of those things where it's like um, you you know the prerogative of the individual. Uh, what's her old uh, former attorney's name that even know. scammed him? Like he he became the the golden boy of uh, the CNNs and the MSN and NBCs of the world or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then screwed her out of money, you right. know, and then of course added it up in jail, you know, himself. But you know, it's 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 one of these things. Is I, I don't take any of these people seriously because they're looking for a paycheck, and in this case, she's looking for. Or a way not to pay out um, right. because she still owes like what three hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think to to Trump for slander or whatever right. breach of contract, something like that. Correct. But, you know, so so the reality is is you know Stormy Daniels is is far from credible, and and if a grand jury is going to indict somebody for alleged hush money, mm-hmm. I, I would say that um, until the the list from the um, Epstein Island is released. Um, when it comes to politicians uh, paying for sex or anything mm-hmm. like that, sure, it's all in. It's not. It's not credible. Yeah. No. I, and 
and we're talking about a state too, right? right? We're talking about New York State, where the federal government, uh, federal agencies said that they wouldn't touch this, um, and that that's saying a lot. If they're they're not willing to go ahead and touch this when it comes to Trump, because they're they're after Trump. There's no doubt about it. They've right. been after Trump. But you're right. I mean, there's if um, if we're going to sit here and say that. Um, you know, on the level of importantness, uh, I, I certainly want to see what Epstein's list looks like, and uh, we'll never see it, unfortunately. And I know people have tried to put it out, or you know, there's one lady, or one of the victims per se, that supposedly has one. I don't believe her necessarily because we we would probably have seen it already if right. if it was really for the betterment of of the people and right. to, to actually you know save people's lives and you know have retribution. Uh, we would have seen it already, but I, I don't. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's just it's just a wild, uh, this whole thing is wild, okay? Here, here's something, you know, and, and I've, I've spoken with some friends, and one thing that I do know uh, is that this is going to wildly increase the popularity of former President Donald Trump. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, it's actually, you know, Elon Musk came out and said that he's going to pretty much be guaranteed to win because you're just going to aggravate the base that bad i don't yep. necessarily know that i agree necessarily i mean if ron DeSantis gets into the race i i don't know that trump will outdo ron i mean maybe I, I that's mean, what I, the primary is for right, right exactly. i mean i yeah but i mean it's almost like um you know democrats want to have that decision made before they even get to the primary right now i'm going to tell you this is my also opinion here as i believe that this is a big fruit frou-frou, you know, situation mm -hmm. that is trying to draw more conservatives out in, in protest, right. okay, uh, to, to capture political prisoners, mm -hmm. uh, to, to help dwindle the size of the voting base, right? Yep. You get charged with a felony in many states you can't vote. Uh, and, and, and because none of, this, none of this is going to hold up. Okay, none of this is going to hold up right. in, in, in the courts. Right. Right? And, and when that comes out, you know, the left is going to look beyond silly. Mm -hmm. But but the reality is, is we have an entire Justice Department that has been weaponized against the American people. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to go protest tomorrow or whatever day this is going to take place in your area, you need to go with two things. One, you need to have a Bible in your in one hand. And you need to have like an American flag, one of them little ones that can't be thought of as a weapon in another in another hand. Yeah. And do not enter any buildings, none, well, even if yeah. it is the public space. Yeah, and and to your point, I know we've we talked about this a little bit off uh, off mic, but <clears throat> if if you're doing this in a blue state, you or a large blue city, you're you're in <laughs> you're in a, right. going to be in a world of hurt. But I got. There, there are effective ways to protest, and my point of view has we've seen some effectiveness when it comes to farmers. We've seen some effectiveness when it comes to truckers. Mm -hmm. uh, we, I mean, we saw what happened in Canada. Of course, we saw what was, what could have been in the United States, um, in in D.C. When it comes to some of this stuff, and so we, we've seen it with farmers. We're seeing that in like the Netherlands and, and other areas of Europe, uh, extremely effective, um, but. It, I, I am at the standpoint where they have been trying, the, the federal government has been trying to um, silence conservatives for decades now. Correct. And whether it's been through the three-letter agencies or, or whatever it may be, I think it's really important to understand that um, we have to have, if you want to talk about a movement, when you feel 
um, that the that the government itself is tyrannical, in this case, they're using power against you, then you have to do it in the most quietest way possible, but with the most efficiency. And when I say that, I'm talking about sitting butts down. Like, I, I don't even know how, I don't know how else to put it to somebody, but to your point, if you go into, um, if you go into a position where, um, you know, leftists like to shut down highways, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, what would this economy like really be like, you know, if if individuals like ourselves, who are the working class individuals, who are the middle class, took some time off? You know, what right. what would we be truly like? And I know that's really hard because everybody that I, I like myself and, and yourself, that hey, we have families to support, um, and I I don't I don't I don't say that very easily, but. There's a reason why we have to do it this way. We have to be quiet. And it's almost like a, a sit-in protest. It's because we we are seeing tyrannical ways. Uh, and we are going to be persecuted uh, in a manner that is going to make a point. Right. And that is the definition of uh, tyranny. If you can't be vocal by taking away those rights from individuals and saying, no, you can't be vocal, you can't chant, you can't chant all, you know, or, or signs, protests, walk down streets, or you can't do this, this, and this, then then you are in the position of a tyrannical government. And you're right. We're just trying to avoid people to take up arms with guns and, and whatever, because there's plenty of talk on Twitter right now for civil war. Um, you know, if yeah. they want it, they're going to get it. And, and obviously that scares the sh- shit out of me um, more right yeah. now than just, but I, I don't think we should do it over one person. Right, and, no. and if one person no. sits there demands that you take up arms over his persecution, which I'm not saying Trump is saying right now, um, then in theory, that is the person that you shouldn't be doing that for either. Here's here's something that would work, okay? And conservatives actually proved this will work with a bank recently. Find liberal companies. Stop shopping there. Conser- yeah, I mean, I mean that that what better way to protest than by putting liberalism out of business? YouTube would be one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, if 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 we if we took a, a week mm-hmm. and demanded that conservatives never touch Google or YouTube Correct. for an entire week, that would go pretty far. Right. Um, and and the same thing with Facebook, and the same thing with whatever. If if every conservative went to Rumble, if every conservative you know hit up Twitter, um, mm-hmm. and went through that that standpoint, we would we would go very far and that doesn't mean you have to shut down your accounts if you just didn't if every person that was conservative didn't use facebook didn't use youtube didn't use a mm-hmm. google product uh, for an entire week right um believe me they're already losing money in, in many cases and they're laying off tens of thousands of people Correct. um and that's just one way i mean there's of course you're talking about you could look at retail you could look at a million different directions and, and products um but i, I there's no, there's no if and or buts about it. This, this, ultimately, the biggest protest you could ever give is at the ballot box. Um, but I think that that's why it's so important right now with like Dan Kelly mm-hmm. that Absolutely. Um, you know we establish what Wisconsin's going to accept in, in those parameters and and what we're not going to accept. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, so I mean, I, I, w- I would say that if you're going to protest and you want to be effective, it's it's calling everybody. If you if you live in a small community and you've got, you know, a, a, a store, a great great one, Monaco, Wisconsin. There is oh, a brewery that is up there that is run by an arch liberal that lives in New York. Uses the money to advance. I mean, to donate to the leftist agenda. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't even remember the name of the, the what I think it's Benaqua Brewing, Co- that, Brewing Company. Yep, that's what it is. Right. <clears throat> if every conservative did not purchase for for honestly a month their beer go into their establishment and let the liberals have to try to uh you know maintain the the because we know that monaco is not a liberal area you know that northern wisconsin is not very liberal uh but let, let them try to to keep their business afloat they're not going to so so that's what i would recommend is find find out which companies you know cell phone providers would be a great one you know, fine. I mean, we know that AT and T is junk. We know that that T Mobile's junk. You know, there there are other. I mean, but if conservatives want to actually protest and be beyond effective, to 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 actually force this government to quit the bullshit, you've got to stop the stream of money. Soros companies, anything that Soros has dabbled in, don't buy a single thing. You should be looking up these things. Yes, it's inconvenient. We live in a time where we want everything now. But if we can actually, I mean, if, if 150 million people, right? We have 330 million people in the country. Let's just say we're, we're pretty politically divided 50-50 in this country. If, if 150 million people stopped yeah. messing with stuff like Walmarts and, and other bigger boxed retailers, you know, yeah. the, the Dick's Sporting Goods, others, go ahead. No, I I, I kind of do that already, mm-hmm. you know, with when it comes to like Walmart. I, I was there yesterday, and it, it was is it a very depressing spot to be in. I mean, um, I, I avoid them when it comes to grocery shopping and all the things. Mm-hmm. In fact, and, and then the individuals that they have working there right now probably aren't the most um, uh, productive individuals. So over time, it, it will work. But again, I, I, this is where I would call out to um, you know our listeners to come up. You know, to let us know, like, what do you, what do you think a quiet protest looks like? And whether you're talking about right. a business protest or or we're sitting here, where would you like to see and go um, to sit your butt down for an extended period of time like the truckers did, like whatever did? And how 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 can we make a point um, in a spot that is going to be heard around the world like the efforts that they have made and and believe me they they sacrificed a lot i mean those canadian truckers um the farmers people it's just it's very impressive and i I don't think that we should sit there and rely on 24 7 uh to shut things down if that's really the case i know a lot of them are trump supporters um but I, i also know that um you know what's to come of this if it does happen because there's been some questions if it's going now going to happen or not maybe there was enough pressure back push um but but i i i firmly believe that we have a way of doing this that's actually going to keep us united because that's the other thing is right if you go look on twitter right now you've got people that are like leaving other you know very prominent um uh conservative voices because they have an opinion like hey don't get caught up in it mm-hmm. um and they're like you know, unfollow, automatically unfollow. And it's like, this isn't us not wanting to support Trump. This is us saying, hey, Trump did not necessarily support J6 support, you know, like individuals who are now in prison 
and he kind of can't. I get that because you're you, you don't know who's right. who was the violent one and who wasn't. Um, but but I think there needs to be a voice heard for um, improper uh, holding of individuals. You know, there's constitutional sure. rights that are being broken. A speedy trial would be one of them. I mean. uh, the yeah, uh, the right to to have an attorney. But yeah, I mean, there's. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, a, that's right in the Miranda rights, right? right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, let's jump into this uh, Emma Colton uh, story by, uh, you know, Fox News. Uh, and it says, the, the title is Elizabeth Warren and Marjorie Taylor Greene agree people shouldn't protest alleged Trump arrest. Um, again, we're not saying you should or shouldn't. What we're saying is this has got to be done differently. This cannot be storming capital cities. You know, this can't be storming government buildings. This is like Lee's saying, sitting down, silence, stop shopping at, at specific places. Take a take. Get every conservative in your in your workplace to say, uh, 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 we're going to take a week off. We're going to stop production. You know, uh, especially if you work for a liberal company, don't do it to the conservative ones. But uh, but again, you know, when services become unavailable for liberals. Because it's 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 not liberals that are that are working in you know electric grids and 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 plumbing and in HVAC and you know and trucking. I think that's the biggest one. Yeah, right. Trucking's the biggest one. Uh, so let's jump in. Uh, Dem- Democrat Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren said, "There's no reason to protest following the president." Former President Donald Trump's claim he will likely be arrested this week for alleged hush money payments appearing to echo Marjorie, uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene's similar comment to not protest. Warren joined ABC's quote this week on Sunday and told host Jonathan Carl that she always worried about violence stemming from protest. No, she didn't because she was part of the the pushing of the BLM riots. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So she's a, she's a liar, right. but whatever. Uh, but said there's no reason for Trump supporters to protest his potential arrest this week, steaming, st- stemming from a years-long investigation surrounding Trump's alleged hush money payments involving porn star Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Quote, violence is never the right answer, and I always worry about it. She will never say that about BLM, by the way. Well, remember, Warren was all about getting in the faces of Supreme Court justices Correct. when with the mm-hmm. Roe v. Wade thing. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but this is another case of Donald Trump trying to advance the invent interests of donald trump not the rest of the nation she said uh quote there's no reason to protest this is this is the law operating as it should without fear uh favor for anyone she added that's that's not true there's a there's a big difference between those two um you know comments because one is trying to protect their chickens the other one's saying hey yeah why don't you uh stay by in your house because you know you don't have what it takes to you know take us on and that's 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 the tyranny that I'm talking about. You know, this individual is tyrannical. If you know anybody should and any any one of these individuals should say, you know, you can protest, but you should be able to figure out how to protest without um, jamming yourself into the Capitol per se. And again, to be right. doing it in blue states, I think it's just. You're not going to get the protections that no, you think you need. Absolutely not. Not even from you know a, a lawyer. Certainly not, not from conservative lawyers or police officers. No. Yeah. Uh, Trump took to Truth Social on Saturday, said and said leaks from Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office in, uh, indicate that he will be arrested on Tuesday. Uh, quote: Now illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan District Attorney's office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime. 
and whose leader is funded by George Soros, indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old and fully debunked by numerous other uh, prosecutors, fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week protests take our nation back trump wrote on true social uh toward the end of the trump's successful 2016 run for president he pre his previous lawyer michael cohen uh sent 130,000 to daniels to prevent her from disclosing her 2006 affair with trump then uh trump then reimbursed cohen you know i gotta be honest with you i i don't believe a damn thing that michael cohen has said <laughs> right like, but this goes, you know, jumping on, you know, tur- turning for a swerve quick. Yeah. This is one of the b- issues that I had with Trump, is he put some of the biggest idiots around him. 100%. You know, no, I, I just, <laughs> you, you, you're completely, there's nothing to really add to that. I mean, if you if you look at John Bolton, number one. And and there there is something to be said about John Bolton that you know at the time he was he brought John Bolton in I think it was so that he could you know supposedly uh, threaten you know scare somebody just by you know bringing on to be hired but um, I I think it's one of those things where um, the influence that the the 2016 Trump campaign and administration had and the capabilities that they did have was ruined the minute i forget it what was his name um the oh the guy from is it alabama or arkansas that uh, bowed out during the russia gate investigation um the attorney general who was it shoot but r- right away you saw some some basic uh, influence you know when they were trying to push russia 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 and right away you had people even within his administration that were backing out that wouldn't stand next to him and then of course the advice that he got in many cases only protected the uh, you know only protected the swamp and he had a chance i think to really to to push it and i think he lost it right um Marjorie Taylor Greene made a similar remark to Warren's uh, about not protesting over the matter, calling on Trump supporters to not take to the streets and arguing that, quote, these idiots are sealing their own fate in 2024 over the potential arrest. I kind of agree with her. Like, I'm not even saying that necessarily that Trump's going to be the next president. Yeah. But but they are kind of, I mean, January 6th has become the biggest fallacy Mm. in American history. Right. And that's being proven every day. Right. Something that most of us that that are free thinkers and understand well, how this all thing, works. Right? right. We've known since day one. But it's being proven to the public. So so the left needs another January sixth. Absolutely. And 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 this is why they're going down that road. Right. If they can make conservatives out to be these these ignorant uh, bigots, racist, radicals, terrorists. Uh, terrorists. They're going to t- do everything they can. So my, again, my caution to you is: if you live in New York or, you know, um, goodness, Chicago, DC, you know, Washington, DC, around Virginia, right. and all those areas, yeah. right? I, I, you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's listening to you, right? Uh, if you are conservative, you know, living in conservative states like Texas and Florida and yeah. whatever. I mean, I, I guess honestly, do you know? Do you know what the best thing we could do? We could figure out how to screw over the banks. 
Yeah. I mean, if you yeah. if if we were to take out our money right now, <laughs> I hate to say it. Yeah. Uh, but you. But here's the thing about it is right now, and these, and this is what people don't understand about banks. I think in general, maybe you do. You probably do, and I've I've come to learn. All of these little banks, they're, they're they're financially insured up to the two hundred fifty thousand, whatever the FDIC. Right. Um, so you 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 do have a certain amount of money that's going to be protected, but we're not talking about you know assets that they just have in liquidity. These aren't these aren't something that they just have. If you were to try to go walk into a bank right now and ask for thirty thousand dollars, you're not going to get thirty thousand dollars. They don't necessarily have it. The other aspect of it is you try to walk in right now and you try to hand them a million dollars or a hundred thousand dollars. Chances are they may shut down just from a safety standpoint because guess what? They don't just want to have to know that they have this amount of money, um, you know, sitting around and, and like the safety aspect of it. So they don't even know how to handle cash anymore in many cases right um but if all of these things though with the bond market and and how we saw that svb went through with it um the larger banks these mother like just these tyrant just tyrannosaurus banks and just massive banks right um they're betting against these small banks of course right and that's what they're going to do they're, they're going to pick up the the debts and the, the assets of svb they're going to absorb them. Why? Mm-hmm. Why are they able to absorb them? Because they know that no matter what happens, at the end of the mm-hmm. day, they're going to get bailed out by the federal government and the U.S. taxpayer. So, the, really, the best way to really have an effect, it would be in theory to pull your money out of your bank. Am I telling you to do this right now? Am I a financial advisor? Absolutely not. I am not a financial advisor. Right. I'm not here to tell you what you should and shouldn't do with your money. And if you want to hold that against me, you're you're an idiot. Um, right. But hitting them where it counts, whether we're talking about contracts for um, to, to run the federal government, or whether we're talking about a financial uh, standpoint, um, I think that would be a, a very good thing to happen. But I also think that the legislature has the capabilities of hitting them in the pants because this, the federal um, branch of um, – to say the federal legislation has the capability of pointing money and putting in directions that is necessary right all right lee on that we're going to close um we'll talk about this more tomorrow uh and and again on wednesday i think it's going to eat up a lot of a lot of our time over the next couple of weeks um and and folks just just if you're going to be taking part of it uh the word of caution be very be very careful whatever you do yeah yeah, just do not do not go in to the buildings. It does not matter that it is our whole houses, our state houses, our state city buildings. Do not don't, trust don't. the police. No, no, absolutely not. Have a wonderful day. We'll be back tomorrow.